No, uh, hey, what did you just click on? I think you're feeling a bit peckish. Because you know where you are right now? You just picked up a sexy kebab. I'm your host, Big Sexy. I'm here with my co-host. Actually, I'll let him introduce himself. G'day, I'm Kebab. We would like you guys to just sit back, unwind, and join us on the chat. Let's do it. We own, baby. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks, cuz. Happy birthday to you. Oh, all right, settle down, Arab. <laughs> Happy birthday to Arabia. you. Arabia. I didn't know if you'd actually remember, to be honest, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I yeah. was like, I Zena don't know. Zena reminded me. <laughs> Zena uh, texted you. <laughs> She's probably sitting there going, why did you tell him? Like, like make him feel good about what's himself. What's point? <laughs> thanks, is babe. Is your thing on... Appreciate uh, it. Is your birthday on Facebook? Like, do you have... Uh, the, uh, I don't think so. I think I actually took it off. Right, see that I would never like that's, yeah. that's are how you I even know. on Facebook bro no that's what I'm saying like I've missed yeah. I don't know how many birthdays probably this year already. cause you know what I've started doing now I start calendaring the people I want to remember <laughs> i got to start doing that I yeah. forget that your phone has a calendar yeah function that you can just do that it's with all anyway, reminders so, and it nah. attaches to your email bro so even if you changed phones it, like that calendar is attached to your email so you just set it up on your new the, on your new phone like google gmail yeah gmail yeah yeah, yeah yeah i calendar it bro because I, I have the worst memory and i will never remember anybody's birthday except for my wife mm. and my son and myself and probably my immediate family and a couple of very close mates uh, yeah, I know. Like, I know a couple. I know my mum's both my sisters. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I was you close. Mean that, you <laughs> mean that shit literally, bro? A couple. <laughs> but close. no, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. It's, uh, what am I, 35 now? Yeah. Nothing really's changed. Oh, well. I don't know. We made some changes. We have made some changes. We made some um, legit changes. Yeah, and there's more to come. Two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. Wow. Two thousand and twenty-one. <laughs> about twenty years later. <laughs> yeah, I'm off. I'm off. My calendar's off by a little bit. Yeah. I haven't updated the uh, the system yet. Nah, fair enough. Nah, that's all right, bro. Look, Fire out. Two thousand one. Yeah. 2021 now yeah we're i don't know are you enjoying it are you enjoying 2021 bro it's uh what are we three months in almost three months completed um yeah i guess so yeah it hasn't like it's just it's more of a grind this year what do you mean like it's more sort of uh continuing the discipline oh yeah like fighting the fighting the laziness and yeah push it just pushing through the shit yeah, that's a continuous thing that just won't go away. Like, it never goes away. Mm. Um, but, like, it's been it's been handled pretty well, I think, this year. Okay. Uh, my focus has shifted a little bit because of some things that are happening behind the scenes. Oh, yeah? Uh, with us. Oh, yeah? No, we have not become strippers. No. Um, so, <laughs> but it's good. That means that the focus is going somewhere that I have interest in. A good and has a potential. Good has potential. I'm glad, bro. So it's good. I'm still continuing with like the learning about the fitness and and sort of stuff like that. Yeah, which is great. That's gonna I, for me like it's it was never about a money making thing to begin with. What for fitness or yeah, like that yeah. that wasn't the reason that I st- it was more about I like that was me I'm, wanting to learn because I I want to know this yeah whether I'm gonna partake in sorry. 
part with this part take part with this knowledge or not is a different story okay um it was always i wanted to understand how so do you think you would continue worked. it though yeah i don't think i'm ever gonna stop trying to learn about it how far mm. i'm gonna take it who knows okay but it's like setting myself up with options yeah i think we kind of talked touched on it last week um, but I can't even remember last week. We were talking towards the end. I think we started talking about like hobbies and why you should probably why it's a good idea. We we're talking about letting go of like let it go of things in general. Yeah. Um, but then we said uh, so like towards the end of it, I said, and this is obviously something I still think about, is if you can develop some sort of skill or hobby or whatever in the background. Yeah. You always are kind of safe like you're kind of protecting yourself in that way are you skilling up you're always like skilling you're up is always a cool yeah, yeah skilling up is always a it's always a you can a go from one or... industry to another you yeah. can do your yeah. own thing you can whatever you like if you get you know if things turn to shit yeah another covid another whatever it is whatever. you got let go or whatever floods whatever's going on yeah <laughs> right we almost had floods man out at the back the back of our suburb yeah. Got evacuation evacuation notices and might have share. Damn man. Yeah. No. Not that, but like it's not close to us, but like literally like a a block down. I saw a meme, I think it was a meme today or yesterday. It's like Australia has four seasons. Yeah. And then one season called Fuck You. <laughs> that that season is a random season. You never know when it's going to come. It's you don't one, know what shape the, it's going to take. One of the seasons is going to yeah. be one of those. <laughs> it's just going to be fuck you. Oh, bro, I feel like I feel like that happened to the world last year. Nah, look, the world copped COVID. Yeah, right. But I don't know if you remember towards the. I think it was the beginning of last year. The bushfires. At sorry, to, so towards the end of 2019. Yeah. So that was bushfires. I yep. think that hit in December. Yep. Um, and then it like rolled on from bushfires into floods. Into floods, yep, that's right. For like a while. And then I think it was floods and then I'm pretty sure COVID was the next thing after. Yeah, that. yeah, it was literally bushfire, flood, COVID. Yeah. There's some biblical shit, bro. Like, it was like one uh, after the plagues, other. Man, bang, it's like bang, the bang, plagues. Bang. It was nuts, man. Like, <laughs> I still remember the memes from that time. They're like, all right, so next month is aliens. The month yeah, after bro, that. Yeah, honestly, is a, part of me is, a part of me is just hanging on to what's next but they were lying man like to, the, towards the back end of last year even start of this year there's mm. been a lot of alien news and we sort of yeah touched we touched on a, little a little bit, bit on that well. we still need to dive more into that I think uh, there's heaps to talk about yeah. when it comes to that you can go down the crazy route of all the crazy stories and stuff and we can mm. come up with our own theories on on how that all went down but then there's other conspiracies that we can talk about as well we need to bro we need to bring back the conspiracy yeah. topics we haven't talked about the ones if, we've if wanted you're wondering about. yeah if you're wondering why we haven't talked about those is we've been contacted by the illuminati <laughs> they called me last week actually bro, i've been getting random number phone calls yep, from like new zealand and freaking mobile numbers asking bro i got the best one though hi we are from telstra we are cutting off your internet. We are cutting off your uh, any. What is it? NBN is now available. We are cutting you off if you are not on NBN. And I'm like, okay, I'm on NBN. Hang up, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Nah, like it, the good. shit's the real. The scams bro. are getting good. The scam, bro. The scams are getting shitter. I don't know. Maybe we're just getting more intelligent and and able. You're to, just used to it now. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of people get caught with this stuff. Yeah, I know. Which is dangerous, man. There's an actual YouTube. 
um, yeah. channel of this guy that he scams the yeah, scammers. Scams bro, the I love scam. it. Uh, keep something. I can't remember his name. I just, yeah. I've seen like two or three videos. The guy's so he a talks freaking to them. legend, bro. He talks to them and he thinks that, like, he makes them think that he's doing what they're asking. Yeah, and he's an old money. old lady. Usually yeah. he uses the old lady voice. That guy's a legend. I love him. And he just like doing a good job, mate. Computer. If you ever listen to this, you're doing a good job. Yeah. And he deletes their pictures and yeah. bro makes them cry, bastards. He's like, uh, please, please give my stuff back. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah. Pictures, yeah. yeah. Now you want to shoes on the other foot, mate? What is it? How's it feel? <laughs> But, yeah, I hate scammers, bro. I hate people that take advantage of people. Yeah. It pisses well, me off. It's annoying, man. Especially, like, because those kind of people are preying on the weak. Like, if it's an equal... But you know what, because it happens everywhere. Happens everywhere. It happens at work. Yeah. Happens at, um, like, just walking in the shopping center, you see people just like, well, oh, I was in the line first. I was... Bro, who cares? You're one person behind... Like, relax, man. Yeah. You know? Like, you see it... Yeah, there's a lot of... Just egotistical bullshit out there. Ah, look, man, I like uh, I literally get it every day on the phone. It is what it is. Yeah, but uh, that's all good. It's all good, baby. It's all good in the hood. Yeah. So yeah, what, what about you, man? What's uh, what's thirty five looking like now? Thirty five is looking like well, today we did a bit of uh, school shopping. I guess you call it. Yeah. We uh, came. Yeah, we uh, had an information night at one of the. One of the schools we kind of got our eye on for Joshy. Interesting, interesting time of schooling, bro. What do you mean? Bro, the stuff that I saw today just literally was like, I was amazed. I was like, where was this when we were at school? I reckon I would have enjoyed going to school had I had all these things. You know, like all of these... You know, just the way the classrooms are all set up now, the technology. Bro, every freaking classroom... Had a f- bloody 65-inch TV in it. Oh, damn. Yeah, every classroom. And we're talking from pre-kindy to year 12s. We didn't see the year 12s and stuff, but like we went up to the year 6s. Yeah. Year 5 and 6. And every single classroom, so technologically advanced, like utilizing the shit that we keep saying is destroying the world. Yeah. <laughs> iPads, iPhones, all of this business. You know, these big screen TVs, they're actually doing a good job with it. They're utilizing it with the kids, right? And, like, you and I are like, man, Facebook this and, and Instagram this yeah. and, and, you know, I, I don't give two shits about your coffee. Like, I couldn't care less what you ate for breakfast. But these guys are actually bringing that to the forefront, which is something that we've been trying to do. Like, hey, guys, you there's, your phone is not just a portal to... You know, social, like what what's happening socially? Yeah, it, it, it's literally a encyclopedia in your hand. Use it, right? Mm. These guys have actually implemented that shit in school now, right? Which has amazed me because there was like one of the biggest things was their extracurricular activities. They freaking one of them was like miniature miniature statue painting and. Like I was, I was impressed because I'm going through a phase right now with like Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you know, uh, bro, do you play Dungeons and Dragons? Never played it in uh, my life. You, have you ever seen what Dungeons and Dragons is? I, have you ever seen um, what's that show called? Um, the one with the underneath or whatever it's called. Um, the underneath. Stranger Things. Oh no, I haven't seen it, but apparently that's really solid. So they play. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and yeah, Dragons. it's all tabletop. Like it's just yeah. tabletop gameplay. Yeah, that's that's where I've seen it, but I've never yeah. played it before. Okay, 
I'm going to get you into it. Kiss bars. <laughs> for anybody out there, please contact me. I am looking for a Dungeons & Dragons crew to to set up some games with. Because I think I'm really getting into this shit. Okay, yeah. Contact him. Don't come anywhere near me. And we'll get sexy involved. No, no, no. Don't come anywhere near you got card games? All right, I'll play card. You want to play Uno? I'm down. Uh, you want to play Uno? <laughs> this guy, what? You afraid to use your intelligence, bro? Yes. <laughs> No, I'm serious. If anybody's actually down to play Dungeons and Dragons, I've never played it. I've never played the actual game. I would be keen. I need to show you a guy. You watch too much TV, right? No, I don't have TV, cuz. Yeah, bullshit. I don't have TV. I've Where'd got... you get this Dungeons and Dragons obsession from, then? Bro, all the games I play are all like fantasy-based hack and slash. What do you? Th- where do you think they originated from? They originated from Dungeons and Dragons tabletop turn-based games, where you're descri- you're given a description because back then, bro, they didn't have the power or the technology of the visual arts that we have right now. Yep. Right. So all the games that you see me play are literally just turn-based from a tabletop. Uh, what's wrong with Cluedo? <laughs> same thing. What's wrong with Monopoly? Cluedo is the same thing. So is Monopoly. All of those games are effectively the same as Dungeons and Dragons. Cluedo more than most. Like Cluedo is, you roll the dice, you make a move, you're presented with a scenario. I say Cluedo, I don't actually know what happens in Cluedo. Oh, you're a nugget, man. <laughs> I know, I know Monopoly. You're a nugget. Monopoly again. You roll the dice, you move your board, you move your piece on the yeah, board. You're no presented with the situation. Like, you no know, one's acting like the banker or whatever. like just you're playing a game like civilized human beings, snakes uh, and ladders. Again, you roll the dice, you yeah, move right. your piece on the board, and you're presented with the a situation. No, you don't have to be the snake. Well, this is just a more a next level, bro. Like so I'm walking through the bushes, I come up against a big ogre. So you have played. I, like, no, like I said, <laughs> I watch TV. I know. Uh, oh, so you're the one with TV. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I'd like um, Stranger Things. Look, just with that, just watch the first season and then forget it exists after that. Because after that, it just, it just goes, sucks. Yeah, it goes ridiculously like. Now, legit, I'm gonna pull you in, bro. One day, I'm gonna set it up. You can do it online now. There's, there's a. There's a website I found I found called Roll20.net, yep. and literally you do nothing but set up an online account. It's free, and you set up your character profile, whatever you want to do. Have you ever played Slime Soccer? No. So you just type that in on Google. It's like the first link. It's literally four buttons. Yeah. And it's just like little. Oh, is it the ones that um like bounce and try they headbutt the yeah. they headbutt the ball? I have played that. Yeah. Yeah, that's some yeah, sick so shit. You stick bro. to that. Okay, cuz. <laughs> You are basically Stay inside your box. You are basically basically playing snakes and letters and I, and I want to play chess. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're at right now. <laughs> no, I'll play chess. I love chess. Chess is a good game also. We've played chess before. Have we? Yes, we have. Who won? Yeah, probably you because I only only really started um a couple of years ago. Oh really? Yeah. We've got to play again cuz I like chess. It's been a long time since I've played and I'm Chess is hectic. Brush up on my chessing. Ooh. My brush up on my chesting, my my <laughs> Chesapeake. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. We've got to get. We've got to get a game. We should do a live game on the Sexy Kebab podcast, bro. Could That'd you be imagine the most boring how boring podcast in the world? Uh, porn, is- porn E three. To- <laughs> <laughs> you just hear the thing move. Just. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then occasionally you hear like, "Take that, bitch! I took your knife." <laughs> Checkmate. Oh, bro! I didn't see that. Oh, you were four moves ahead. Oh, <laughs> Damn. But- yeah, that's funny, bro. Yeah, so that's that's my life at thirty five now, bro. Now I've got some, I got some crossroads ahead of me. How do you get to Dungeons and Dragons at thirty five, and not at seventeen? 
Bro, at 17, I was still overwhelmed with the gaming world of like freaking look at look at the technology look Diablo. at what's coming out i love diablo bro don't knock diablo I'll kick yeah i'm not nuts. saying i'm not saying anything bad about diablo i've never played it myself but i'm just saying like that's what you were bro i grew up on diablo i'm obsessed with diablo I know it's one i'm of your pretty favorites. sure like if i could sell my soul to the devil bro it's the funniest thing everybody that comes over i have a shrine in my house to the devil to the, diablo, yeah. <laughs> to the devil bro <laughs> like it's literally i bought all the expansion packs el diablo and i've I've opened them all up and I've pulled all the books that you get out, all the little yeah. figurines and everything. And there's literally a two, two or three shelves in my house in the study room of just pure Diablo, yeah. everything Diablo. And Abuna came over, and <laughs> he looks at it and he goes, he goes, I see you got a shrine to the devil. <laughs> I go, you're a legend. But yes, don't knock it. It's a good game. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I used to play this game back in the day. But oh, there we go. Yeah, right. You gotta start somewhere, cuz. No. no, I like, bro, I like adventure. I like fantasy. It pulls me away from the the boring life that is mine. Like, this whole, uh, i got to wake up. i got to get Josh ready. i got to go have breakfast. i got to go childcare. you got to go work, come home. Yeah. Like, bro, let me kill a dragon every now and then. Let me kill a goblin. Let me pull out a fireball. Let me. Uh, That's what movies was for me. You know, it started like that for me, and then I worked in film. Yep. And that completely destroyed my viewing pleasure. Don't, don't get me wrong, I still love watching movies. Uh, today, I had a day off. I watched, um, what was it, Eyes on Me? I think it was a Stallone movie about a serial killer. I, I quite enjoyed it. Did Never even heard of that. Didn't know Stallone did stuff like that. Is that new? Or? Nah, 2002, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, and I, like I quite enjoyed it, bro. I sat down and I was I was enjoying the film, and I watched another one. Um, it was one of the sniper movies. Um, you know the what's his name, Beringer. Oh, fudge! I forgot his name, bro. The actor or the yeah, yeah, character? yeah, the actor. Um, Tom Tom Beringer, I think it is. I don't know who you're talking about. Anyway, he he. One of his oldest movies was he's a sniper. And then they just played off that, and then he was a sniper in the second one, and then he, his son is now a sniper, and so on, so and so, so forth. Is sniper, sniper lineage? It's pretty much sniper lineage. Like it's 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 a film for snipers about snipers, everything to do with snipers. It's amazing. I love snipers. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for snipers. <laughs> okay. Um, weird tangent there, <laughs> but yeah, like film for me was that it used to be my getaway next to gaming. But then when I started working in the film industry and I had to do QC, I did QC for about a good solid, like maybe three or four years, maybe even longer. And the amount of shit you had to watch, at least you get to pick the movie you want to watch. Yeah, okay. I had to sit through everything. And the problem is, is you had to sit through it and make sure you didn't fall asleep. And you had to watch through to the end credits. But I find it odd when Netflix or Amazon or Stan turns off the end credits for you. You know how it zooms out and gives you like, ah, oh, here's another suggestion yeah, yeah, yeah. of a film. I'm like, hold on a sec, I haven't finished. The movie's <laughs> not over yet. What's going on here? <laughs> like, I'm so used to just sitting through credits that it's nothing now. Like, it's, I could sit the entire credits and be like, oh yeah, that was cool. Oh, yeah, I, I think enjoyed that's that. every Marvel fan at the moment. They're like, oh, we have to watch this just in case they put something in the end. That's, that's something that Marvel and DC and all of those, Fast and the Furious, all of those guys did all of that. Mm. 
So they kind of get you to, oh, I've got to, I've got to sit in this. And then you get, you feel so jaded when there's nothing there. And you're like, son of a bitch, I sat through the credits. <laughs> but uh, yeah, was, anyway, like that was movies for you, huh? Yeah. Uh, that's the, the sort of, yeah, the getaway you uh, It still is now from. or? Uh, to a degree. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to um, depart from reality, reality less and less. Okay. Like just, that sounds like you're just giving up on life. <laughs> no, nah, not really. Like the, so I just stay in what it is that I'm in. Like I'm not so much looking for a show to take me out of it. Or if I am watching something, it's something that to, to give me a bit of perspective. Okay. Like, all right. So documentaries are a good way to go. If I'm not watching something, then I would prefer to say, listen to podcast, podcast or something audio like that, book, yeah. something. It's still entertainment and it still sort of takes you away, but I'm getting something from it. There's more well. There's more nourishment. There's more to it than just a distraction. Bro, have you heard of Joko Willink? Joko Willink. Willink, yeah. sorry. I heard of this guy recently in the last week. Yeah. And he's amazing. It's hilarious. You keep coming up to me with these people and I'm like, yep, all he's of them been, have- I know. I The reason I ask you is because I know he's been on the Joe Rogan yeah. show. I know he's been on all of these shows. and Like, I know he's an ex-Navy SEAL. Yep, and he he he's now a business owner. Yep, and he makes like coffee. Well, I, I, he's got a few things, but one of but them is he, he the biggest thing is is he he teaches people how to be a leader, mm. as opposed to just a business owner. Yeah, you know, or a boss. Um, so I'm listening to a lot of his. He's actually got a podcast himself. It's called Joko and Echo. Yeah, I haven't watched or listened to his podcast, but have you heard of Simon Sinek? I think Simon I may Sinek, have yeah. talked to him about him Simon on Sinek, this yeah, I've heard of him, yeah. He's good in terms of business. Yeah. Um, he does have a, a fair few things to say about leadership in general mm. and then just your like general everyday kind of life stuff. Yeah. He does he's he's really he's really good at getting the point across. Yep. He's really good at explaining how what he's basically what his message is and what he gets from the research that he's done hmm. on a particular subject right for for me the way i got into it was marketing right the the way he sort of broke down apple's marketing strategy and why it works so well hmm. um and funnily enough a lot of companies are trying to model that behavior now yeah yeah you see it which is good for business to get business and whatever but it's bad because the way they do it is very cultish yeah so like think of the typical Apple fanboy yeah I know a couple of them yeah that's a cult that's not a like you (laughs) you shouldn't be that attached to anything bro I've actually watched there was a little there was a little um, clip that somebody did I can't remember who and how long ago but there was a little clip that um, somebody made where they've got a cartoon version of two people talking and one guy's lining up for the latest Apple iPhone. Yep. And the other guy is like an Android user or, or just a generic user, right? He's not in the whole I Apple crowd. Yeah. And the guy... That's Apple is like, oh, I'm lining up to get my to get my iPhone, and he's like, oh, but you know, what are you getting out of this new phone? Like, what, what did they do? Did they? And the joke was at that time they had just made the phone longer, yeah. Right. So <laughs> the joke was he's like, oh, did did you know? Did they extend it again? Is that why you're lining up? 
and he's like, yeah, they did this and they did that and and you know it just works. And the other guy's like, but Google have this so and so phone that does this and does that. And the the Apple guy's like, yeah, but it's not an iPhone, <laughs> right? And he's like, okay, well Telstra has this and uh, so on and so forth has this and you can do this and and like this thing will track your friggin you can talk to satellites and shit. Yeah. And the response was, yeah, but it's not an iPhone, right? So there is this like cultish feeling that you get bro i used to own an iphone and i will tell you this it was great only because it was the best phone on the market for the price that it was yeah right the moment that euphoria of okay cool i got a good deal for a good phone passed you assess the phone and i'm like you know what it's not a bad phone it's clean it works there you know it doesn't randomly do shit you know it, it, it's a good clean phone everything communicates together if you have apple yep right the moment i got it i was like i'm very prone to like i like using my phone for multiple things yeah right so i couldn't just add stuff to it i couldn't you know download something here and add it to the yeah, actual yeah. phone and then use it, utilize that. No, that's a plug and plays. Uh, plug and plays doesn't exist. Pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> so for someone like me who's a little bit more involved in what he wants to handle, it doesn't work. It's literally a brick. For me, it's a brick. It's just a, okay, cool. I now have a notepad and a pen that I can't do anything else with. All right. Not to say that it was a notepad and a pen, but you get the juxtaposition there. Yeah. Using big words today, bro. Yeah. Like pen. Like you've grown up. <laughs> Mate, once you hit 35, that's it. Your vocabulary just expands. Yes. Yeah, it's a letter wank. <laughs> wank is a, l- a word I learned recently. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, fair enough, bro. Okay, yeah, so movies was your thing. And um, anything else? I know you're now into your watches. Yeah. A lot of people are sending me uh, posts of watches now. <laughs> So, the, like, yeah, the, the idea is, like, if it's a distraction, I, I want it to be a worthwhile distraction. Not that I okay. don't like still, like, I still, there's still nothing better than sitting down watching a movie. Like, over the weekend, um, Justice League came out, the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah, my brother-in-law League. was talking to me about it, and he's, like, he's enforcing the law and making me watch it. But he's like, bro, you got to watch everything else before you watch Justice League, Zack Snyder. Oh, uh, like well, yeah, yeah, you can yeah, you can do that. And um, I'm like, bro, I'll get there one day. <laughs> I've seen it twice already. It's a four-hour movie. I've seen yeah. it twice. G, I know you're listening. I promise you, bro. We will sit down, and there will be some movies that we sit down and watch together. All the Marvels, all the DCs. I can't promise you it's soon. <laughs> Maybe yeah. at another thirty. To the year, to the age that I am at, but we will sit down and watch them, bro. <laughs> Look, the Marvel ones are gonna take a while to for yeah. you to catch up. DC is easy; it's like three movies. Yeah, um, but the the Marvel ones, you're gonna be it's gonna take a while, bro. I love see this. Okay, I love movies that make you think. If I can guess the movie and how it ends, or the plot. Or whatever the hell happens. Ah, oh, but you're not looking for a superhero movie then. It's no, that's right. I'm not looking for a superhero movie. I'm it, looking it's for very movies. very simple what's going to happen. Like, the good guy's going to win. Yeah, that's... that's Except bro. for one movie in the entire Marvel Universe that, where they didn't win. No. 
but then the next movie they want. Like, <laughs> the continuation of the movie that they want. So, really, they just cut the movie in half due to duration. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, what? like, I, I, bro, I am obsessed with films that make you think. I cannot... Like, the superhero trope, I don't mind it. Mm. Of, like, bad guy bad guy versus good guy. The problem is there's good... Like, in the comics side of things, there's some, like, dark stuff that got... Like, there's Correct. some cool shit that happens. Now, you're talking to a person who was obsessed with the comic books. Yep. Bro, I literally mean Zenadona, a spring clean, and I found some old school comic books, right? And it reminded me of what it was to have that luxury of comic book without the film. Yeah. Because there's some shit in there that does not get portrayed in the film. You know? The stuff that they're too afraid to do. The whole reason this whole... This new cut of Justice League is out is because the studio that was running it was too scared about how dark it was getting. Yeah. Bro, things like Batman. Batman is dark. Yeah. Superman, if you go to the core of it, is dark. Right? Like, there are some certain things in Superman that if you watched... If you're if you're a fan of the old school um, VHS tapes... Mm. I remember that because I still have one somewhere. I don't know where, but I do have one. Um, there's a lot that happens in Superman that isn't portrayed in the stock standard Superman movies. Superman's yeah. problem is always, for a long time, has been like, how, he, how do you get someone that's, like, no one likes this wholesome, just able to get through everything type of character. There's no there's no weakness other than a, an, a, a, green rock. a green rock that doesn't even exist on our planet. Yeah. <laughs> like, somebody's got to go to space and shit and get this rock and somehow bring it here and carry it in their pocket for eternity until they somehow meet Superman. <laughs> there's ways around it and they got, they did a decent job in darkening it a little bit for 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 this i know like smallville and stuff was a bit Smallville was all right like on was, the darker was, side was i guess to, yeah it was good to watch and they sort of kept away from calling him superman <coughs> for a whole 10 bloody man season. of steel or whatever they were not even call the blur the blur yeah faster than a speeding bullet it was retarded <laughs> like the whole thing was literally the actors like i don't i never want to put the the suit on you're like dickhead you signed up to play superman <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> oh, I love it when you go all like raw and everything, yeah. bro. <laughs> it's like the same thing with... Like w- dumbass. It's the same thing with like the last X-Men stuff, which is, thank God, is over. Marvel owns that shit now, so it's going to be different. But the la- that uh, Jennifer Lawrence, um, her... The, the reason she Mystique, was a mistake right the, yeah the blue she was a mistake but because when she signed on to do it she was a no one and then you know people started watching her movie so she became what she thinks is a someone um and then refused to dress up she's like yeah like oh, i don't want to sit in makeup for that long so she has like four scenes where she's mystique and the rest of it she's a normal person right meanwhile mystique's whole stick is you are supposed to be comfortable in the skin that you're in yeah so she's some blue bitch. She was proud of being a blue bitch. But not anymore. But the actress isn't proud to be a blue bitch, so she's not going to be a blue bitch. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you know I mean, like stuff like that. I again getting like actors, actors or actors, but yeah, like that's kind of why that's what's taken things out of uh, movies for me mm. recently. Mm. Is actors are aren't sticking to their lane. Mm. You get paid to be a monkey on screen be a monkey on screen and shut up bro okay here's a question for you do you think that with the emergence of 3D technology and all that stuff 
you're finding an appreciation in old school movies that do effects and stunts like by hand like live live stunts live effects yeah that's look i don't i don't mind that at all like i don't don't mind the new stuff too like it looks cool it looks really cool look when it's done well i agree it looks amazing and it's i think nowadays we our technology has advanced enough that it's really hard to do something not well you know unless your budget is like shocking yeah it's still that majority of the time like hollywood will do it well right but even the no-name movies from back in the day when stunts were real they had no option but to make stunts real yeah you had a stunt man you had a a crew you had a car that actually flips you know you had explosives in in a vehicle or whatever it is and that shit was real so to speak right it was orchestrated but it was a real explosion yeah and i i don't know the some of the movies that i that i watched today in particular were real event like real stunts real effects and i'm like you know what i appreciate more like your acting sucks yep right like truth be told bro it was a sylvester stallone movie yeah like you're not gonna get much (laughs) what's the range gonna be you know but i love i love his style of acting because it's i grew up with the 90s movie movies Mm. and he is the stock standard action guy like yep. you know, like your Schwarzenegger, like your Statham, like you know, like uh, what's his name, Dolph Lundgren, like yeah. all of these guys, you, 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 John Claude's, all of these guys were just built in the nineties, built like tanks, and just took shit to the face, right? And now I'm like, man, knowing that that building actually blew up behind you. Mm. And you're feeling the heat and you're feeling this and you're still walking like a badass. That to me is like, okay, that shit ticks a box for me. Yeah. Right? As I a, like that. I do like that. Yeah. And there's still directors that do that. There's still directors that prefer to go that route as opposed to... It's hard now, bro, because of like... So the, that's why the, the Batman stuff was... Movies were so good. The, yeah. The three, not the recent ones, the three Christopher Nolan ones. I love Nolan the ones. Christian Bale ones, bro. Those ones. Yeah. So those three, every most of the stunts that are done in that was that like they actually built the sets they built the cars they built like they did everything yeah and i get it you can't do that with everything you have to there has to be a give and take like yeah budget again budget is one thing but like you can't do that with every film like you're not gonna go lord of the rings and build every i'm pretty sure they did build everything yeah but like all of these big fantasy style films you can't build everything like yeah you know you're not no longer are we ever gonna get a jurassic park that's animatronic it's all going to be 3d animated because it's so much freaking cheaper right but i'm still nostalgic on the first jurassic park because it blew my mind away yeah right that stuff will always be will have that spot like that's grandfathered in so it's, it's something you watch you're like okay it's not the it's not gonna look as real as it could yeah but it's great because of what it was. You know what we're doing right now, bro? Mm. We are literally becoming old men. Yeah. Who are reminiscing on their past. We've become older quicker because time just flies now. Yeah. And not just that. Like, bro, if you talk to our parents, oh, the Clint Eastwood movies and the, you know, all, all of these films that they grew up with. Yeah. You know, Jaws and, and shit like that. And we've turned into them, bro. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand some, the music of this day. There's something different about <laughs> movies today, man. Like, there's, there's literally... There's, there are good movies that come out, 
but then there's a lot of this push for like people aren't just doing their jobs for doing their jobs like they're, they're activists in some way doesn't matter what yeah. side like right yeah I've seen, uh, I've seen to, it now it's starting it's getting annoying it's like listen uh ever since you mentioned i've started paying attention to it the whole point is for yeah. you to make a movie tell yeah. a story like yeah. there's a reason why a lot of people and they won't admit this um and some some will some won't yeah there's a reason all those action movies did so well mm. with stallone schwarzenegger or whatever you're not waiting for like that deep scene with Stallone sitting there contemplating his actions and shooting nah, someone. Bro, in- nah, he doesn't, he doesn't give a shit. shit. He just pops a guy and moves yeah. on, bro. Plus, he doesn't have the range to play that type of character anyway, right? <laughs> so you don't have to really... Oh, he's got some deep scenes. Yeah, calm down, bro. Majority of the time, it's with a chick and they're banging. <laughs> but no, I get I get exactly what you're you talking I mean? about. Like, yeah. There's a reason those movies did well and they were so popular. Yeah. Because they were telling a very simple-ish story. And it right? was good guy versus bad guy. Majority of the time, it's good guy versus bad There's guy. There's a twist here and there, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's fine. That's all right. If you, if you want to move away from that, that's great, right? But peop- but even even though they've tried to move away from good versus bad, they mm. still don't know how to show that there's no... Like, if you can show different perspectives, but the movie will always have to... Because it's an, it has to have an end, right? Mm. Yeah, that's right. So it always has to go to this place where it sort of finishes mm. which isn't the case like it's not if you're trying to make movies more realistic well then the realistic part about it is is nothing ends nothing ends no at that end. point yeah it's just the next step like what do you do now there's a yeah there's now a new set of questions to answer like we just murdered 15,000 people because I'm Sylvester Stallone and yeah. I can do that <laughs> like you get movies that try and play with yeah. with moral uh, questions or whatever it's yeah. great you can keep trying to do that sort of stuff but a lot of people go into it already with like I want to prove X point yeah let's up backwards this is the point I want to prove now I'm going to write a story to now try I'm going to write a story it, around right? that yeah that's right no longer is it a trope it's a it's a message yeah and sometimes the message is great and I agree with stuff like that. Sometimes the message is politically driven. Sometimes the message is socially driven. Yeah, but you see, we're, we're running out of people now who want to create just for the sake of creating. Like, it's hard to find that though, bro, because how do you find work? Like, you got to... See, the way I look at it is these people want to be employed. Yeah. So who's going to employ you? People with money. Yeah. Somebody's writing a movie, that person's gone and got a grant or applied for something or has a bucket load of money from their own and they're throwing money at this movie. Yeah. Right? Now, 90% of the time, the message comes from the writer, comes from the person, you know, the producer, the writer, whoever, the person that's paying your wage. Yeah. Right? They've selected you as an actor to try out for this part. You're going to give it your oh, best. The acting side of things is fine, right? They they read what the, the writer's going to say. Whatever's on there, right? that's yeah. right. The... And what I'm getting at is now the writers, the directors, a lot of them, not a lot of them, there's still some, there's a lot of really good directors out there, but there's Mm. the new crop. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a wave now, right? Yeah. And I'm talking about uh, directors, um, directors, writers, that sort of stuff, along with journalists. Mm. um, They're not that anymore. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. They like it starts. It sort of why? Like, starts. It starts why? young, right? You you get told when you're younger. Yeah. In school and whatever, the world is screwed up because uh, uh, racism, sexism, uh, ABCD, blah blah blah. Yeah. There's so many bad things in this world. Yeah. So as a kid, 
innocent, whatever, you're like, I need to right these wrongs. Yeah, I want to correct it. Right? Yep. I want to be a hero. Yep. Okay? So, you don't really think of anything else. You're like, that's it. I found my calling. I found this is a great cause. That's yep. it. I found my I have to right these wrongs. Yep. Right? So, you write a movie about racism. You go through your schooling. It's all like that. Yeah. Right? You go to your university. It's even more like that. Yeah. Right? Um, it's now being put like, yeah, man, like this is messed up and blah, blah. They don't even really tell you how how much things have improved yeah they kind of keep hopping everybody on paints like, the negative you're you're about to be screwed over like your life because negative cells cuts yeah you're never going to get anywhere because you're um because you're an immigrant because you weren't yeah. born here because you uh because so you're a true. woman because you're whatever so right? not true bro here we are two immigrants exactly on a podcast doing whatever the hell we want talking about whatever you the hell can't we say want. that right you can't say that nowadays because it's all like everyone's trying to be inclusive and all of the all the dumb shit they're trying to do right and that mm. stuff just naturally happens it takes time it's gonna naturally happen mm. once you deal with people once you start forcing it down people's throats of course you're gonna get this massive opposition yeah that's gonna just stick people in their way the people that you're trying to avoid so i have another point to that as well what these writers, these new age writers, whatever, they know this is the shit that sells. No, that's the problem. It doesn't. What do you mean? It doesn't sell to you. No, it doesn't sell. What do you mean, bro? It doesn't sell. When you have a political a political film, or mm. let's say a political message or a social message in a film. Yeah. Right? Like all of these big films. The really heavy, heavy handed. So. It hasn't really been in the big, 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 big movies, and the ones that it has mm. have been trashed. Really? Yeah. Okay. And you, this is what I'm saying. Like, but are man, they trashed by fans or are they trashed by the general public? Because there's a big difference. There's a, the fans are a minority. No, I right. mean even like in terms of general public there's things that are going to go over people's heads, right? Like, there's a million examples I could point to. Mm. But, for example, Gillette came out with some stupid ad about how men need to do Gillette better. Gillette, the shaving shit. people. Yeah. 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 All you do is provide a razor for me to shave with. Yeah. Right? That's what your job is. Yeah. Your job is not to tell me how to be a man. Your job oh, is not to wow. tell me how to live my life. Shut the fuck up. Make your Gillette razor and your shaving cream and whatever else <laughs> I will you will use your you product because it works yeah. or it doesn't work. It either works or doesn't. That's yeah. the length of your influence on anything. But again, right? that's marketing because they're... No. They lost billions of dollars because of the campaign? Because of that campaign. Nice. Billions. Wow. People do respond to this stuff. No one's vocal about it. There's obviously if you're jumping... You know what, bro? Line, this gives me hope in humanity. There is a there is a silent majority of people out there. you got to remember as well the amount of stuff that happens online. Yeah. So a lot of this, like a lot of these things have come from online. Right? Yeah. There's not even that many people on uh, Twitter is a, one place where a lot of stuff happens. I'm not on Twitter. I don't uh, have Twitter Thank either. God I never even signed up to it. I think I did, but like in We should get a Twitter? Fuck no. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know what Twitter is, bro. Yeah, some bird. anything to do with that. Crap. It's, it's where a bunch of people who have nothing else to do jump on and complain about shit. But that could be said about any social no, media no, no, platform. No, Twitter, like Twitter, is where it's at for that. Wow. Okay. Right? It's very hard to do that on. You can do it on Facebook, I guess. It's very hard to do it on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, all those ones. Yeah. But Twitter, it is literally made for that. But I guess you gotta look for that. No. Like, bro. Okay. So I'm on Instagram. I got my business on Instagram. I got my private Instagram, and I look for wholesome 
people to connect with, like business, other business owners, yeah. other other you know, other Zazzle store creators. I look for that. I can just as easily look for political dramas, or I can just as easily look for people talking shit about big sexy. Yeah, you can. You get me? Like it, it's a it's a it's a mentality, bro. You gotta. You, it's. But remember, I don't know anything about Twitter, so I okay. don't really so know how Twitter, Twitter all works. All Twitter but. is is you have I think it's like 140 characters or something like that, and you post. Is that it? It's like status updates for Facebook, but just that, right? Okay. You can post photos, you can post articles, blah, 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 whatever. Right. But people basically jump on there to give their opinion about stuff. So today I ate a spaghetti and it tastes like shit. Yeah, except it's never like that. It's like today I encountered racism because the barista at the um, the uh, the local Starbucks said, do you want your coffee black? Did he assume that because I'm black? Or... Like that sort of shit. Right? Isn't that the terminology you use with with tea and coffee? <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm talking shit. Right now. Right, but that's the kind. That's no, but the, I understand. Yeah, that's I the get level you. of stupidity. I get you. That, like everybody, it's a, it's the whole, it's the whole me, 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 yeah. me. Yeah. It's it's an it's another level of complaining. But the point I was making with this, right, is like Twitter's where a lot of this stuff comes from. Yeah. Um, there's only like. 10% of the world's population, less than 10% of the world's population or 10% of like America's population, I think even, yeah. is on Twitter. So that's not a lot of people, right? Um, and then like 1% of them, so not even all of them are active. 1% of them are active. There's a very little, little, my like minority of people that are on there. Yeah. Right? And I don't like doing this, but I'm going to do it. Oh, shit. They all look, act, and are a certain way in terms of you can tell that they don't have much going on aside from their twitter beef yeah and their twitter stuff and whatever um and they target companies they target um uh businesses they target all these they target journalists they target uh movie studios they target all this stuff make it seem like there's a lot of uh, support behind a certain ideal ideology whatever mm-hmm. and there isn't right it's it's kind of manufactured the news likes it they take it because they can use that stuff to filter out free speech freedoms take away that that sort of stuff we'll get into that at, at some stage at I guess. another stage in the podcast but it helps it helps the news and the media's narrative it also helps these kids or whoever they are feel yeah. like they've accomplished something in some way even though they haven't done shit except type on a on a whatever uh, keyboard warriors it fuels that that what we're talking about with that uh, sense of I'm accomplishing good in the world even though I have no idea what I'm doing and what it is that I'm trying to fight for or what cause or whatever it is it's just whatever I see that's wrong I want to fix mm-hmm. never mind different perspective any of that stuff nuance any of it none of it right None of it happens on on the internet. On the internal webs. Yeah, but that's where it comes from, right? So these companies, they don't know. Like, they haven't really figured it out. They're starting to. Some of them have, and it looks like they're doing shit on purpose. But some of these guys, like Gillette, will come out with that stupid ad, mm. right? Telling men how to be men or whatever it is. And then instantly, it backfires. Because most of the world isn't following that train of thought. They're like, hey, we part, we left these issues back in the sixties. We've moved on. Yep. Right. We've we understand the world is different. So they 
may not buy Gillette or they may uh, boycott or whatever. They won't be vocal about it. They just stop buying Gillette stuff. Like me personally. Yeah, like you and I would just, yeah, I don't like the way you're approaching this situation. I'm just going to stop using your shit. No, all that tells me is that your marketing department is filled with a bunch of people that that basically are, feel way too self-important. Mm. Like who the hell are you to tell me, some marketing executive somewhere or some marketing team, who are you to tell me how to be a man? Yeah, yeah, like, that's right. In your office, when probably it's a marketing department. So I'm going to say about 80% of that marketing department are women. I'd give that and probably young as well. Like they yeah. haven't really experienced so much. So if, if you're going to sit there and do that, it's like me sitting there telling you how to be a woman. It's Bro, not going to happen. What happened to just... Oh, that would, that would not go down well. No, it wouldn't. Not, <laughs> not, not at all. Um, but what I'll happened to just make a good product advertise that you make a good product and that your product speak for itself and this brings us back to the cult that apple has created because every everybody's trying to follow that line of of marketing apple Mm. didn't just create a product Mm. their product is good yeah their product does last it does it's not a shit product it's a good product yeah it's not a shit product like can't deny that there's something bro if it's a shit product, it wouldn't be in the market. Exactly. Like well, yeah. some things, some things just don't last long enough yes. to, to stay in the market. Apple does things, the way things, Apple does their thing works well for them because they understand what they're doing. Yeah. Right. They haven't, they haven't overarching sort of, not plan per se, but a, a philosophy mm. that they understand. Mm. These other comp- companies don't have that. They have, they what they do is they have, they copy. Mm. Right, so what's Apple's essential marketing thing? I'll break it down as quickly as possible. Right, mm. so they they know they have the product, right? But what they've done is they've tried to figure out what about that product is important to you as a consumer. Yeah, and we're going to sell based on that. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to. So, as an example, and Simon Sinek uses this example as well. The first ads for the iPod, right? Mm-hmm. huge buzz, huge generation, uh, like generated huge interest. They never actually showed the iPod in any advert. If I remember, all you saw was just people running. It's just people dancing Yeah. with white headphones. Yeah, that's, that's all. It. Like you saw the string and it was the old school yeah. string headphones. It's just the string headphones. You that never were actually white. saw the device. That's it. You never saw the device. And then right? if I'm not mistaken, they also released ads where it, all of that was silhouetted. Yep. And like different colored backgrounds with just white, the white silhouette of the person yeah. dancing, or I think it was, there was, it was always a, a black silhouette. Yeah. With uh, like a pink background. Or yeah, blue something or yellow like that. Yeah. And they just mixed and matched those colors. And you can see the yellow. And all the you black. saw was the. Uh, the white across the black. Yeah. And all you saw was literally the headphone cable. Yep. Like that's all it was. And you knew that's an Apple. That's an Apple. That's an iPod commercial. Bang. That turned out gangbusters for them. They broke mp3 players they got rid yeah. of mp3 yeah, yeah, players yeah. basically yeah right ipods was the shit that was ipod i that's, had an ipod <laughs> that's the first why did that work so well because they're showing you what it is you enjoy about the product yeah you, you want to enjoy dancing whatever you're listening to music that's it yeah that's a simple way that they started and then it moved yeah. to the iphone yeah right? at the beginning they had to teach people what an iphone was i don't remember any iphone commercials all right now they, they started to then go okay so their ad will start going 
showing you like a husband and wife that are separated because the husband's at war. Yeah. Right. Or away with the army or whatever. FaceTime. Right. And they don't, again, they don't mention that it's an ad for the phone. They show you the interaction between the wife and the husband on the phone. On the phone. Right. They're selling to. I remember this. There's a there's a lot of the ad. Apple does this really well. That's kind of their thing. They show you what about their product is important. Yeah. Right. The important things about their product. Like yeah. we can connect you in this way. Yeah. They're sh- they're sort of reaching out to your emotion first, as opposed to. Oh, of course. As opposed to say another company, which would be like, hey, here's the laptop. It has xyz blah 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 features yeah and because it has this you can do this you can do this they're yeah. like no 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 no. they grasp you we emotionally it, yeah we do it the other way you want to do this yeah. our product allows you you want to reach your family you want to yeah. take photos blah blah you know our product funny, does bro? that you know what's funny when you think about the bare basics of that right it the only time you ever buy something is because you have an emotional attachment right there is a reason why it fulfills a need. Yeah. Right? And that is an emotional attachment. Mm. Right? Now, you have five phones in front of you. I can almost guarantee you, you're not going to go and look, unless you're interested, but you're not going to go and look at the specs of the phone in terms of how many gigahertz does it have? How much RAM does it have? How much... Yeah. You know, the only thing you might be remotely interested in is how much space does my phone have? Because I take a shitload of videos, I take a shitload of photos. Yeah. But again, that's an emotional response to the phone. Yeah. Right? Which has which has dictated to you what you're looking for in that device. Yeah. You don't care that you can have five Google pages open at exactly the same time because you're most likely probably not going to do that. Yeah. Right? So marketing campaigns that actually show you the product in terms of hey this is what you can do freaking work man yeah they freaking work and like it works really well for apple's the one of the only trillion dollar companies in the world like in all honesty bro i couldn't care less about i don't care how it does it mm. i don't care that it's got super fast uh freaking processing you know I just care that it does it i just care that it yeah. does it like I don't need to know the nitty gritties. So and right? I guess what I'm what I'm trying to get to with that is so they they go that route right. They show you they show you that emotional response. They show you all the things that they can do. Mm. They develop their little community right. Their little ecosystem whatever right. So that's why like people are loyal to the brand itself. Mm. Apple does this like I'm loyal to Apple because they allow me to video call even though video calls have been out for how long? Right, video's been around for a while. Yep. You could do it on on all third party apps. Yeah, but they because they allow me to do that because they have these products. Blah blah. I'm now loyal to them in yep. some sort of way. Right? Other companies want to do that now. So yeah. how do they how do they think they should be reaching out? Is we're gonna care about the issues that you care about. Mm. Meanwhile, completely missing the mark. Completely missing right? the fact that completely the ad- yeah. so Gillette is thinking, oh, okay, like we we want to show we want to show to the world that we're doing our part. Yep, we're a good company, so you should deal with us. Yep. based on because we support. Yeah, this particular Apple does it because they want you to connect with your family. They want you to connect with your this and that, whatever. Yeah. Well, we want you to know that we're good as well, right? So how do we do that? We come out and then tell 
the only the people that buy our products you're all pieces of shit <laughs> you need to do better now buy my razors yep and that's not that's not gonna make me buy your razor exactly it didn't work like that to me is like you're insulting me you're, you're basically saying unless I have your product in my pocket and I'm using it I'm not fulfilling the function of what a man is not even that the ad didn't even have anything to do with with that like it, it didn't even show it didn't show a correlation between what the message having it, a razor and being a man yeah none of that right it's basically like yeah being <sighs> part of uh, having being part of a man or whatever it was or part of being a man is shaving but it's also not doing this to women not doing that to whatever it's like but you're a razor company man shut the f- like what are you doing like look okay i i get what they're trying to do i don't appreciate the fact that they're doing that i understand the concept behind what they're doing i understand the mentality i understand it. all of that mentality and i think that's what we were talking about that's yeah. in films as well yeah that's now incorporated in films it's incorporated in tv series it's incorporated in games believe it or not i think truth be told bro i think games are still on the fringe of oh no there's been some stuff on like this is what i mean this is why i spend too i spend way too much time on the on the uh <laughs> on, on the internet um there have you ever heard of someone called anita sarkeesian men no okay <laughs> so uh this um lady um let's not go and perjure anyone's name here don't destroy anyone's reputation no it's already <laughs> destroyed but basically she figured out there's a lane for 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 that type of thinking like that social justice whatever in yeah. games right yeah i'm going to complain about the the way women are portrayed in games the way that um the way that games uh game storylines are sexist or they don't cater to women or they whatever like any uh, imagined problem that she came up with okay for gaming right? right one of the most diverse areas of entertainment that there is yeah. and at the end of the day this is what kills me about everybody is like originally the majority of people playing games men back in the day back yeah in the day. you can't say that now they can't say that now even still though the majority are men but there's more females which means what they the games are starting to incorporate they need more. to they need to incorporate which right. they have been so you can't complain about stuff that happened in the past because oh, that's okay. all that existed so this is this is people looking back 50 years ago and saying Oh, they were so chauvinistic back looking here, back or so or whatever, violent or even back looking here, or... at even looking to things now and going, "Oh, I can look like look at how these women are dressed." And blah blah. It's like, yeah, it's a game. It's fantasy. Yeah. They want the women to look this way, but guess what? Look at the men. They're it's not a, exactly like. It's a similar. Yeah, you've got to judge both by the same. This dude is always shirtless, always whatever, and he's got like yeah. four biceps in one bicep. Which anime does exist. that. Yeah, anime does that quite well. Like that doesn't exist. That's not real. Like, anime actually sexualizes both male and female. Yeah, and they've done it very well. Depending on depending on the anime, of course, but there are there is something to be said for like if we're going to do it to women and give the ideal, this is what. Yeah. Yeah, the sexual woman is. Here's what pisses me off about this, right? So this particular chick, right? She's obviously not a gamer. Cuz at the at the end of the day, when mm. it comes to games and this has kind of been proven over and over again. Yeah. The fact that games are as gory as they are or as overly whatever overly whatever indulgent is. as they are, if yeah. there's a game where you can go like literally kill, rape people, whatever. You're referring to GTA. <laughs> GTA is one of them, yeah. 
that actually prevents from the real thing as opposed to what most people think is the case where you go do there's it been there studies first on this. and then, yeah it's actually yeah. the opposite there's been studies on this a lot of people have tried to find correlation between violence in games and violence in the real world and they try to do that with movies as well and film as well yeah. and a lot of the studies have never actually proven not not a single study has proven as far as i'm aware unless Somebody would like to send me some information. Mm. Um, but n- all of the studies have shown that games have actually been an outlet for most people. Yeah. Right? I'm one of those people, bro. Like, there are moments in life where you feel so overwhelmed, so under pressure, so yeah. like the world is the walls around you are closing in on you. There's a noose around your neck and you don't know what to do. Mm. right and so many times i've jumped into a fantasy based game or even gda right i've jumped in gda bro there were moments where i sat in gda and all i did i didn't even follow the main storyline couldn't give two shits Mm. i put cheats on i got in a car i blew some shit up i drove around and escaped from the cops right and been there there's something to be said like I bro when I when I had those moments and you do all of that and I switched the game off I'm like I probably just wasted two to three hours of productive time but I was staring down a barrel of I hate my life right now yeah I don't I've got no control of my life right now but here I am controlling a character on a screen and I can do whatever the hell I want with no repercussions. Yeah. Right? And I'm sorry, but any person in their right mind can tell a difference between reality and fantasy. Yeah. Right? And if they are taking these games and are thinking about enforcing it in real life, there's something fundamentally deeper there than just, oh, this game made me do it. No, I'm sorry. The game didn't make you do shit. Yeah. Right? You already had the makeup inside you and you had the triggers external of the video game world. You had the urge. You just didn't know what to do. Yeah. You had or, the urges. No, you had that, the triggers. You just, you just got an idea from somebody. Yeah. You had triggers, bro. And those ideas could have come from anywhere. Could have been a book. Right? Could have been a book, could have been a movie, could have been your own upbringing, could have been your family life, could, could have been, been a song. could have been anything that happened to you in the past. Could have been a song, right? Um, Eminem actually does it really well with the song "Stan." Yeah, right. And that's a, a very big portrayal of, "Hey, dude, this is a fantasy world. There's something wrong with you." And he actually says it. There's something wrong with you if yeah. this is what you think real life is. You need to go seek help. There's nothing wrong with seeking help, right? And, like, I hate it when people talk about games in such a negative portrayal because they've helped me escape a lot of demons yeah. and, and, and you know, just hard times. But this is, this is where I have an issue with things now, right? Is people... It's that... Someone looking out, so the the sort of the way I see it is like someone sitting uh, on their front porch, yeah, 
and they see a bunch of kids playing or doing something. Get in, off my yard, you bastards. Yeah, they don't fully understand what the game is. They don't understand what the movie is. They don't understand what is happening. But yeah. they because they can see it, they can they think they can interject their opinion and say, like, no, I think it should be done this way. Yeah. Or that's disrespectful to this. Or that was very common these days is people standing up for people on their behalf, getting offended on on somebody's on behalf. Somebody's there's behalf. a difference between standing up for somebody True. and getting offended on, on somebody's behalf. behalf. Like there's a very fine line exactly. there, and you need to be aware of that. Which is getting offended on someone's behalf, a little bit racist, a little bit sexist, a little bit all of that. Yeah, in itself. Yeah, basically it, it, what it you're saying its is own, it's the same tropes as. Yeah, basically what you're saying is you're not uh, you're not strong enough, you're not, strong you're not enough. smart enough, yeah. you're not whatever to deal with your own problems. But let me. The uh, benevolent whoever. I'll be the unsung hero. Uh, take care of this problem for you. Yeah. I hate that. I can't stand that. Yeah. And that's that's what is happening. Look, truth be told, bro, I am all for defending those who can't. Defending <clears throat> those who, who, you know. Look, life is full of weaknesses. There's no such thing as defending those who can't. It's aiding helping 80, whatever yeah, that's right that's what i mean by well okay but wrong you, choice of words yeah, i'm not i'm not you standing go, there with a shield yeah but blocking this, shit this is what this is the problem right. is people think that that's what they need to be doing like oh there's this injustice well i i'm not gonna let that happen yeah, i'm no, going to be the protector bro there's something to be said for when you see bullying for example in the workplace mm. call it out call it out that's not you defending that particular person. That's you taking action against something that fundamentally is wrong. Yep. Right? Bullying in the workplace. Did you, by doing that, defend that person? Yes, you did. That's inevitable. That's that's a bonus of you taking action for the right reason. Yep. Right? But I think fundamentally you didn't stand up for that person because it was that person that was getting bullied. Even me? that, man, like, even in that scenario, this is that old adage of, like, when you're, you're getting bullied at school, you come back and tell your parents, and they, uh, and you know, yeah, telling the teachers, telling the principals, it's going to make, make things sh- worse. It's going to make shit, yeah. It's going to make the bully even worse. Knock right? that person out. <laughs> so, there's, there's always, there's different solutions to, to this problem in all, my sort of solution, or my, one of my issues, well, ways to deal with it is to show that person that bu- the person is being bullied that they have some sort of support mm. teach them how to stand up for themselves or give them the idea that if they do they're not like there's not they're not alone yeah right at the end of the day yep. the only way it stops is if the person themselves stands, stands up on up. their that's own right. two feet that's what i said knock and, that shit out <laughs> and takes care of that that's why i mean that you can't defend someone yeah I get no. I get what you mean. You, you can I get support what you mean. someone. That's right. right. I get what you mean. It's the same thing. You, you're calling something out for yeah. the negative that it is. Like again, that's assuming it is negative. Um, bullying. That's the biggest. Like I hate bullying, bro. I was bullied mm. as a kid. I was bullied. I was bullied to the shit house. I've ha- I've been pantsed in front of. Yep. In front of school when I was in year six, and that was embarrassing to the shit house. For those of you that don't know what pants is. It's uh or getting decked or dacked, sorry, getting Dax. dacked. Um, it's literally getting your pants pulled down in front of everybody. Yeah. Right. And you're in your underwear and you're kind of just like, what the fudge do I do now? I'm gonna go in a corner and cry. 
right? And I've had that. I've had that happen to me. I've had I've had fights, you know, due to bullying. I've had I've been hit. I cried. Mm. I've you know, there was. I remember one moment in high school where I got in a heated argument with somebody and threats were thrown here and there back and forth and then the guy just punched me right and I was like what the fudge just happened like uh, you know it was a at first it started as verbal abuse and then with verbal abuse you can fight back oh your mum you know or whatever and then it turned physical and I I don't fight I don't know how to fight right and at that point I was like shit I just got I just got punched I broke down and I cried bro I had no idea how to deal with it mm. right and then from that point forward I learned it doesn't matter if you know how to fight what matters is if you know how to look like you know how to fight yeah <laughs> right cuz then people will just not want to mess with you yeah right and that's the thing that I took forward from that lesson but even that was wrong right and deep down, I was like, no, hold on a second. You shouldn't even know how to fight just to intimidate people. You should be able to de-escalate a situation without having that as a result. Yeah. Look, like, I need, to, I need to look like a, a, a mofo so nobody messes with me. That's one option. But sometimes when you're dealing with someone who isn't... That's, you're talking that... That's an intellectual way to deal with it. I'm talking about... Right? Yeah, that's right. But... If it's ever going to get to blows, you're not dealing with so you're no much longer. Yeah, you're right. You're holding intelligence, yeah, right? So <laughs> this this is where this is where I differ on this. Is where what we should be doing is trying to understand how, or not understand, trying to uh, sort of instill how to protect yourself in everyone when they're young, yeah. boys and girls. Yeah. Right. Girls will feel so safer. Boys will be more disciplined. Yep. to to understand that they are powerful. Yeah. So they ha- they don't have to lash out and be insecure and do these things yep. and bully yep. and blah 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 blah. In a perfect world, that's how it would work, but it doesn't. Obviously, there's not always going to be. World, my yeah, friend. It's not how it's going to work. But at the end of the day, the most effective solution to anything that we've ever seen has been to stand up on your own two feet and yep. get it done. Get it right? done. That's no right. one's going to do it for you. And when someone does jump in to do it for you, you're now indebted to that person. You're now that, like, you, you, nothing changes. You're still this helpless idiot. Yeah. So don't be that helpless idiot. Go figure out how to fight. Go figure out how to do this. Figure out whatever it is you need to to get out of the situation. Same with the stuff at work like we were talking about last week. Figure out yeah. what you can and can't do at work, what can be done to yeah. you and what can't be. Put it this Empower way. Empower yourself. Put it this way. Strong people, most most of the time, most strong people have been through shit. Yep. And the only way you become strong is by persevering through that shit and figuring out what it is you need to do. Uh, you and I have talked over the past... What, what ep are we up to? 50? Yeah, so... Over the past 50 episodes mm. about our lives and what we've gone through. And look, some... Some circumstances are, are, you know, very full on. Some circumstances aren't in terms of the Mm. stories we've told. But in every single one of those stories, you stop, you assess, you realize, and you take action. Right? Was the action correct? You you hope so. 
You know, 90, mm. 90, I'd say, I'd say, no, I'd say about 75% of the time actions were correct. We wouldn't be here otherwise. 35% of the time, maybe, I would say, or is, right. that, is that 35? No, 25. 25% of the time, maths is bad. Nice. Um, 25% of the time, you, you may have made a mistake and you recorrect your actions and you move forward. Like life isn't about step one, fail, pass. Yeah. You know, remember my mentality of I failed at something? Mm. Bro, I've given up on that. Like thanks to our conversation, right? You know, a lot of people that I've talked to over the years, my wife being one of them, have told me like why why do you think this way you know and like it's it's easy when you talk to your spouse to think or fall in the trap of oh they're just saying that because they have to yep you know but the truth is they're not because when you know when your friend says it and then somebody random says it you're just like hold on a second something there's 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 something going on here yeah so Take heed of what people say to you. Take it on board. Assess it. Action. Whether you choose to action it or not, that's yeah. up to you. Right? But nobody strong that I've ever met in my life has not gotten where they are without going through shit. Yeah, because they fig- it's not the shit that's made them strong. It's the fact that they figured out that they can't let the shit win. Exactly. Right? So that... Look, you might say, oh, just some people have it, some don't. No, like it's it's a learned skill as well. Yes. Right? You may not make it through the first one. You may not make it very well through the second one, but you might start to start to learn from it. Be like, okay, yes. I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm not going to do the same things anymore. Bro, I don't want things to turn out like this. A, I, I have to do something about it. A clear example of that to me was you. Like, look at all the shit you went through and how long it took you to assess and and correct and you know and you still are and so am i yeah right like you are a life example apart from myself um of you've been through hell right now your hell is different to somebody else's hell your hell is different your hell was different to my hell right and that's a we have to use that term loosely because you know like i said before i got respect for for snipers yeah, you know, people on the actual front line that are that are doing shit like this, their hell is actually life or death. Yeah, our hell is not life or death related. No, you know, like I say this all the time. You know, when people get frustrated at work, at my work in particular, and um, you know, we're, we're there and and shit's hitting the fan and a hard drive hasn't gotten to where it's got to go and the producer's on the phone. But I had the producer walk in. Uh, sorry, a producer walk in like last Friday surprise visit hey has my hard drive reached the where it needs to be with my with my file on it right and deep down i'm like holy crap this guy is like big he's a big guy big big name wise Mm. um and who am i the hell like who the hell am i little fish in a pond compared to this fella yeah right and deep down i'm like no you know what the saying is we don't save lives yeah. This guy's hard drive doesn't make it. Is he going to be pissed off? Yes. Could he take work away from us? Yes. Could I lose my job as a result? Probably. Right? But this guy walked in. He's like, hey, dude, is, you know, is my hard drive arrived? And I was like, mate, I have no idea. Let me make some phone calls. We'll get to the bottom of this. Um, 
we couldn't come to figure out whether his hard drive arrived that night or not. Um, so I touched base with the cinema. You, I got a phone call at like 9pm saying, oh, by the way, yes, we have got it. Um, but he walked out. He's like, man, look, you've done everything you can. I can't ask mm. you guys to do more. And that to me was like, you know what? That's freaking awesome. Like, here you are, this head honcho of film. And you're looking at me as a small fish and going, I appreciate your effort. You know, it may, may, makes you feel good. But that to me, he's probably gone through some shit mm. and recognized, okay, this kid is just like, okay, he's done what he can. Like, I'm not going to go off at him. I can't. What am I going to do? Yeah. You know? And when I did contact him, he was like, man, you guys are solid. Thank you very much for your help. I trust you, just blah, blah, yeah, a bit rocky there, but you know what? She worked out. And I can guarantee you this guy has only done that because he's gone through some shit. He's dealt with shit himself. You know, he may have copped it back in the day. He hasn't uh, He hasn't let the position get to him. Which I respect a lot. Mm. I respect that a lot. That's That to me is the difference between a boss and a leader. Yeah. A leader is somebody that's right next to you or even leading you into the charge as opposed to giving you orders and telling you, you go this way, you go that way. Yeah. But look, man, we, we grow up we're in a society where, well, like, look, it's a very common thing to, to just want to be in charge because you feel like that's where you're supposed to be or that's where... Uh, I've earned this shit. No, not even that. Sometimes I've done my hard earned. yards. <laughs> you're, it's deserved because of whatever yeah because i've uh, because I, i've struggled through even no matter what you struggle through you don't deserve anything no right all you deserve is what you work for and that's it yeah right so if you're not if you haven't worked for it you don't deserve shit mm. um and and then they get in you get into a leadership position and can't lead for shit why no one respects you why because no one can no one can relate to you in any way mm. you haven't you're ignoring you're ignoring the people's struggle yep that you has supposedly gone through yep right but yeah that's a yeah there's a, this is a rabbit hole we can keep going down I know bro ages. we've been talking for like an hour and 17 minutes and we probably should touch on it a little bit in the future yeah um but but yeah anyway yeah so we're gonna talk about uh, uh, uh what's called Instagram now right yeah, I want to I wanna put a shout out out there to somebody that I've noticed is making a difference. Yep, okay. They haven't asked me to do this. I don't even know if they listen. Um, if they do, solid. If they don't, I hope word gets around to you. But uh, a friend of mine that I got to know over the years has um, is doing really good work with uh, charity. Um, called Chance for Hope. Chance for Hope. Um, I greatly respect what they're doing, and you can you can find them on Instagram. I think they have a yeah, Facebook so it's as Chance well. underscore four underscore Hope. Yep, on Instagram if you want to check them out. Like I said, I have no idea if they even listen to the podcast, but I am making this shout out because I recognise the effort and the growth that they have gone through. Mm. Um, especially because I knew this person when they were a little bit younger. And a lot of the discussions we've had, particularly on this podcast, would be quite interesting to them. Okay. They, 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 um, I feel like they were 
pushing the boundaries at one stage in life, but they've now started this uh, organization, which is called Chance for Hope. And yeah, just want to say good work. Keep it up. You guys can get in contact with them. I think they... they, um, Do you want to explain what they do? So what they do is (laughs) they go to, you know, the homeless in Woolloomooloo and and those type of areas and give them free haircuts. Yep. And kind of just, you know, know, he's a bit of something, whatever they can collect for them, like survival kit type of thing. Um, So if anybody's willing to donate, you can go to their Instagram, Chance for Hope, and send them stuff or just drop them a line and they'll they'll figure it out. It's... Newly established company, so there's no real. Oh yeah, send it this way and send it that way. It's a, it's a. Just reach got, out. They've yeah, reach out, find out. They've got their own pickup and drop off locations. Um, yeah, I really respect the work that they're doing. It, it's very inspiring, um, and I can see a lot of growth. Awesome. Yeah. On I'll that give note, you another Instagram to go check out. Ooh. Right? At the sexy kebab. <laughs> Bro, give them somebody that actually makes a difference. <laughs> I'm going to make zero difference to you. But uh, you can check us out at the sexy kebab on Instagram or the sexy kebab podcast on Facebook. Um, or you can send us an email and tell us how little of a difference we're making. Um, at I'd actually like to know what people think. Like, yeah, hey, you guys go are for shit. It. Well, S-X-C-K-E-B-B-A-B at gmail.com. If you can't dish it, if you can't, sorry, if you can't take it, don't dish it. Who's in taking terms, what? In terms of the email, right? Like, just remember. Oh, yeah, we'd be fighting back. I We don't have sponsorships. so we, Bro, we can say whatever. They want. I don't give a shit about cancel culture, bro. <laughs> got nothing to lose. Manny, they just canceled us. What do we do? Yeah. Well, let's just start up Sexy Kebab 2.0. And, and just remember, <laughs> no response is also a response. Um, <laughs> was it silence is violence <laughs> yes. you can take that as a punch to the face how about that um, <laughs> and funny. then if you want to ask us an anonymous question um, you can do so on any of the description links on our podcast for any of the uh, the um, apps you use to listen to the podcast um, and that's pretty much it socially how you can reach us if you know us personally you can what about our twitter out. account bro alright um, I'm not getting twitter <laughs> It's not happening. If you want Twitter, you get it and you control everything to do with I don't even want to read the shit. Like Bro. I've literally I've signed into it maybe three times since two thousand and six. You have? I've never seen Twitter. I don't even know I know it's a bird. When it came out in two thousand and six, I signed up to figure no, out what it was. I think I made it. one tweet and was like, Alright, this is the dumbest shit ever. Deleted and guess what? Ten years down the line, twelve years down the line, it is still the dumbest shit ever because that's what man, literally presidents have have been tweeting. <laughs> apparently isis was tweeting at some point are you serious which is shit yeah shit that just made me lose my like what is this where this terrorist organization with fuck all technology start to tweet Bro, but whatever i want right. to know if i believe you i want to know if telstra called them and canceled their mbn no so that <laughs> isis uh, was never canceled off of twitter but um donald trump was really yeah that's brilliant well, I don't under like say what you want, but like that just in the in the grand scheme of things, like what the f- like an actual terrorist organization has showed you videos of people of them beheading that's people. That's brilliant, bro. And yeah, all right, whatever, man. That I guess that's it is what it is, right? But um, yeah, that's it for me. I'm pretty sure you've given out our socials. I have, so it's up to you now. <sighs> Yellow boy. Yellow.